Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to talk sports. It's time for the show. When you hear this song on the radio. It's time to tune in. Better act fast. Let me get that part Sports Talk Radio, starting now. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode number 40 of Let Me Get That Potograph. My name's Drew, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Stu. Stu, how you doing today, my friend? Man, I'm doing great. Got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. I cannot wait to get into just some of the juicy stuff we are going to bring to listeners today. Oh, it's going to be an awesome episode today, and as always, you know it happens every every couple months, it seems, <laughs> right when we hit the record button, some crazy stuff happens, and well, right before we recorded this episode, it happened once again, as a couple of trades happened, really. Kawhi Leonard's finally out of San Antonio, and shocker, it's not the Lakers, it's the Toronto Raptors, and then you've got Manny Machado finally getting out of Baltimore and heading to the Dodgers for five prospects. So, uh, two blockbuster trades. Two blockbuster trades and two blockbuster steals, really. I yeah. mean, the Raptors give up DeMar DeRozan, Jacob Poletel, and a top 20 protected first round pick that converts into two 2020 second round picks if that pick lands in the top 20 this season. That's not likely with the way Toronto looks right now on paper. Um, but remember, this is a team that, that won 50 plus games in the East and was the number one seed and now adds Kawhi Leonard and, and really gets rid of a piece that didn't ever fit to fruition in DeMar DeRozan. I love this. If they can convince Kawhi Leonard to stay. That's the big, see right there, that's the big issue. If they can convince him to stay, and I don't see how in the world they're going to sell him on that. Unless they make it to the finals, unless they can beat the Celtics and the Sixers, get to the finals, and make it a series to where he says, okay, we're really right there. I don't see it happening, but what it does do, really, is it affects the hobby. Mm -hmm. When LeBron went west, somebody had to fill that gap yep. in the east as who the superstar is, who the man in the east is, and my pick was Giannis or Kyrie, and you've got Ben Simmons, but now with Kawhi out there in the east, I know he's in Toronto and it's not that big of a market, but I mean, in Canada, he'll be a god. And on the East, I mean, he's going to be leading in most categories in the East, probably, if he stays healthy. So it really 
alters the landscape, at least in the East, in terms of the hobby. You know, it really does. And I think, listen, I think this move for Leonard, uh, you know, he didn't really want to go to Toronto, and, and people know that. And, you know, I don't know that Toronto's worried about convincing them to stay. You know, they give up a young star in DeRozan and really a young hobby star, potentially, if he ever wound up doing anything. Now, under Greg Popovich, he could. But Kawhi Leonard sensed that he could become the king of the East. He could go out there, because he's a free agent next year, and literally own a conference, yep. which he really has the potential to do. And that's just going to make his card skyrocket. Because when you are the guy in an entire conference, uh, basketball fans notice that. The East-West divide is very real. And with up-and-coming stars in the East, I mean, Giannis, Kyrie, um, Porzingis to a lesser extent are out there. But they don't have the LeBron James, Steph Curry, James Harden, KD star power. And so we saw the void and filled it. And, you know, I think this has the potential to really turn the hobby a little bit on its ear. Yeah, it really does. It's going to be very interesting to see. And uh, the whole trade in itself was just absolutely shocking. As soon as I saw trade, Toronto was the last team I expected to see on that list. So yeah. that one was interesting. But let's shift over to the other big trade, and that's Machado. And while I think the Raptors really got a steal with Kawhi, the Dodgers got a ridiculous steal for Machado. Five prospects, and really none of them besides Diaz really have any potential besides just an above-average utility player. Sure, I mean, the the Dodgers kind of gave up a little bit of their future, so to speak, for, for Manny Machado. And again, this is another classic situation where if Manny Machado sticks around L.A. or if the Dodgers win the World Series, which their chances just went up, oh yeah, it looks like a steal. But the reality is, is if the Dodgers exit the playoffs early again, if Manny Machado walks in the offseason for what will be a mega contract, the Dodgers give up five prospects that you really have. I mean, you have a good gauge, you're right. Diaz is the best of the bunch, but that's five prospects that could kind of become anything, even if one of these relievers just got hot for for a stretch in a postseason. I mean, you have an, an opportunity to impact a big league club across five players for three months of an of a superstar in Manny Machado. I think there's there's positives and, and minuses to this. But really in the hobby, I I think we're gonna have to wait till the postseason to see any kind of shakeup in the hobby, Drew. No, I agree. It's gonna it's gonna come down to what he does in the postseason. Now I will say in terms of re signing him the LA market, the LA franchise, and I mean, they had some, they were struggling with injuries this year. They're finally getting healthy now. They've got a solid team. They're one of the few teams, I think, that could convince him to stay unless one of the teams in the Northeast just throws absurd amounts of money at him. Right. But yeah, it's going to come down to what he does in the postseason because his cards. I mean, for some reason, his cards are still lower than Bryce Harper's. But a deep run with the Dodgers, I think Machado's finally going to get that love. But uh, one thing's for sure, they are going to see a little bit of a rise because anytime you go from Baltimore to L.A., your cards are going to see a jump if you're a superstar. Oh, sure. And those prospects, I mean, let's not forget, those prospects all have cards as well. Uh, you gotta, you gotta wonder if those prospects going from a, an organization where the major league club is, when healthy, like you mentioned, loaded, if they're not gonna get to see some more playing time in Baltimore and maybe just get a little bit more hobby love themselves. For the hobby, this could be a win-win. 
Absolutely. But guys, we're going to move on now to the segment that is still taking the nation by storm. For 40 weeks and counting, this week sponsored by Sparty Hawk Cash, it's time for Letter Rip. Alright guys, and for this week's edition of Letter Rip, we're going to change things up a bit as this week we are doing our 2018 National Preview. So for Letter Rip this week, we're going to be breaking down the 2018 National Convention Autograph Checklist. And Stu, this is a stacked checklist. I mean, my goodness, if you cannot find someone to spend money on to get their autograph on this list, you clearly just don't watch sports. And um, I really love the way that they've laid it out. No big names kind of on top of each other as much as they could avoid it. Um, it. This is really exciting. It truly is. And I mean, it really goes across all sports. With baseball, you've just got some absolutely incredible ones. you got Wade Boggs, Johnny Bench, Roger Clemens. You've got Ricky Henderson. You've got a couple of uh, current players and Corey Kluber. You got Tim Raines, you got the man himself, Pete Rose, Cal Ripken Jr., Joe Morgan, I know your man, Brooks Robinson. Yeah. Uh, Francisco Lindor, and then the man, Frank Thomas, and Kenny Lofton, Ken Griffey Sr. I mean, Albert Pujols, too. Like, yeah. Like, uh, just, just crazy. And, and, and then, and that's just baseball. Then you go down into the football and the basketball checklist, and man, it it just gets even stronger with the bus, Earl Campbell, Eddie George, Mean Joe Green, Franco Harris, Andre Reed, Barry Sanders, Jason Taylor, Thurman Thomas, and oh yeah, Lawrence Taylor, just to name a few. Well, and and on the basketball side, you got Dominique Wilkins, Doctor J, Oscar Robinson. There's not anything. Like I saying, there's not anything here for people not to like. And even if you're one of those one-off, different than the mainstream sports, you've got Hulk Hogan, Mike Tyson, and I Dream of Jeannie Barbara Eden on this checklist, and plus a ton of others. Like there's literally not enough time. Uh, to name everyone that's just incredible on this list. Um, as many of our listeners will know, the the National is broken down by day, Wednesday through Sunday. Drew, if there was one day, which one are you going to just try to get autograph after autograph? Well, if I had to choose one day, it's going to be Saturday, and it's going to be not even because any of the professional athletes that are going to be there but it's going to be because Corbin Burnson's there. (laughs) I'm a major psych head. Psych's one of my all-time favorite TV shows. I still watch it to go to bed every night because I'm a 10-year-old child. But uh, I I loved him in the show Psych, and I love the movies Major League. So he's going to be there on Saturday. I believe Tom Berenger's going to be there on Saturday, too. I'm not sure. But I know Frank Thomas is going to be there that day bunch of really really great stars so saturday is the day for me just for corbin bernson but uh that would probably be my day what about you you know uh, drew i'm i know we are on the same page a lot but i've got to go saturday as well one if i'm an if i'm an autograph guy cal ripkin jr and albert pujols on the same day with reggie jackson oscar robinson craig Vigio, and frank thomas 
uh, come on. Like, like, there's just so many. But that's not even the big name for me. Um, I like you. There, there's a sentimental pick on Saturday, and that's Brooks Robinson, the human vacuum cleaner for the Orioles, played third base for the Orioles, not unlike someone we just talked about. I know Machado is a shortstop, but, you know, played third some. And Brooks, I mean, I modeled my game after him when I played baseball as a kid and even on up into high school. Played third base, uh, always worked hard to be good in the field, solid hitter, just like Brooks was. And so to get to meet him after, like, literally I would watch old game film of him and model his batting stance and stuff. So that would be that would be cool for me. And then right after him, I could meet the Fonz himself, Henry Winkler. So why not? Exactly. So uh, Saturday, Saturday, at least by our consensus, definitely one of the bigger days to be going. But like we said, guys, you heard the names we listed. Every single day is going to be awesome. So uh if you're going to the National, you definitely got a lot to look forward to. And if you're not, and if you know somebody that is, hey, PayPal exists. Send it over and get some of those autographs because this checklist is stacked. What's up, everybody? Drew here from Let Me Get That Potograph. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode or episodes, then reach out to us at lemmegetthatpotograph at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook at Let Me Get That Potograph, Instagram at LGT Potograph, or on Twitter at LGTP Podcast. We're always looking for new sponsors, so hit us up. And welcome back, everybody, to episode number 40 of Let Me Get That Potograph. All right, today we've got a very, very special guest with us who's here to talk about the hobby and a brand new venture that he started. And it's professional baseball player Jermaine Curtis. Jermaine, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. So as I mentioned, you've just started a new venture called Pro's Cave. For those that are unaware, what exactly is Pro's Cave? So Pro's Cave, um, I was just at home and I was thinking, man, um, it would be so cool to bring the fans closer to the baseball players, the, the, the players. And um, I think the fans are true collectors. So I guess you would say um, baseball moms who have sons who want to be aspiring baseball players. Just people who are like just really uh love the game and uh so i decided to make a facebook group um made it private and basically um i've just been getting a lot of people um involved in that group and then every weekend i would um interview a player a professional baseball player uh we just had andy chavez you know he made the 06 catch um in the you know the nlcs um and uh, against the Cardinals, we had him on, and we had Chad Huffman. We have several players on, and uh, we just let the fans ask questions, and we give away items, signed baseballs. We give away tickets to game MLB games, and just basically uh, want to highlight the fans and tell them, you know, we care, and um, especially the true collectors, because collectors, um, you know, with the with the players and and the collectors, you know, sometimes there's kind of a bad. Uh, you know, rap with the collectors, but, um, you know, I've been showing that 
you know, both of us are on the same page and, you know, we can work together because I've met some wonderful people who are, you know, collectors that are upset about, you know, sometimes not getting those autographs and things at the games. You know, it's really an awesome venture you're starting, as I think just about every fan and member of the hobby would love to have the chance to interact with pro athletes. So how often do you guys plan on doing these specials? Is there a schedule in place yet? I've been doing it every weekend, every Saturday, because obviously I'm still playing, so it's hard. I want to do it all uh, the whole off season. Um, if the times will change to Saturday, uh, from Saturdays to Sundays, um, I think more people would be able to watch on Sunday evenings. Right now, we're you know we're not averaging as much as I would love to have on there, but um, you know it's it's good times right now. And so yeah, I'm doing it weekly, and I would love to just keep doing. It. I mean, if it was up to me, I would. If it gets big enough where the fans love it and the players are into it, I would love to have something on every day. People could just you know jump on chat with players see some things you know uh you know learn more about the game hear some stories of you know uh players and the mlb such as chad huffman he was just talking about this past saturday how um his first day into the major leagues uh he came in and like there was a one o'clock game and um he was there at eight o'clock in the morning he's trying to get into uh you know the field the clubhouse and the um the the yankees security guards wouldn't wouldn't let him in and he was in the starting lined up and he's trying to like basically sit there 10 20 minutes just like badgering with the security and they wouldn't let him in and then uh he finally gets in so you know little stories like that that you probably wouldn't necessarily hear but you're hearing it from the player's mouth and uh you know i, I would love to do this every day and just you know have that that little place where fans can get those interactions and you know if you're an aspiring baseball player you can get you know information about improving in your sport as well oh wow that's awesome so this sounds like something every fan of baseball would love but uh switching gears for a moment you've played minor league ball for years and were called up by the st louis cardinals in 2013 what was it like going from playing minor league ball in minor league stadiums one night to stepping out on a major league field the next night, especially for such a legendary and storied team like the Cardinals? I always get asked this question, and the first thing I say is, is baseball heaven? Imagine um, everything that you've worked for, you've been playing all your life, you play in the minor leagues, it's great, everyone like um, loves you and you get respect, but now times that by 100. So you're on the, you're at the MLB scene. Um, like I said, I, I told a friend that, you know, let's say you go to the hotel, they take your bags to the hotel. You don't even have to hold your bags or anything. You know, I remember meeting the biggest of the Cardinals and, uh, they were like, Hey, what do you want to eat? We got anything. Our chef will make you anything. So if you wanted like sushi before game, you could get sushi. It was just like, Anything you wanted, you got. They took care of you. They just, I mean, everything's a given to you, you know. And, and as far as, like, being on the um, the flashing lights, uh, everybody respects you. Um, they want your autograph. You just, I walked around St. Louis and people knew who I was. It's just, it's just on another level. I mean, it's like, it's a taste of the forbidden fruit. Once you get it, you don't want anything else. Absolutely. So with Pro Cave, you're doing giveaways of game-used and autographed gear. For us in the hobby, that's really about as cool as it gets. 
did you collect as a kid or do you collect now where you have access, I'm sure, to some absolutely amazing stuff? I wasn't much of a collector when I was a kid. Um, I was always an athlete, you know, and so I wasn't much of a collector. But um, as I've grown older and played in this game, I played with some people, uh, played with some wonderful players and I played against wonderful players. So um, and I started to kind of like just get it little things here and there. Um, I think my first thing was for Oscar Tavares. Um, you know, he was exceptional RIP Oscar. Um, but yeah, he, um, I mean, he was unbelievable. Best player I ever seen play. I mean, he was just a natural when it came to baseball. He had all the tools, speed, everything. And I was like, man, it was the first thought that came to my mind. I was like, man, I need to get an autograph by this kid, you know? Right. And, um, I got an autograph and then just slowly playing against guys. I would just ask for little things. I don't have a, a huge collection, but you know, I've been playing for so long that, you know, I could just, uh, you know, I just ask a few guys and I've been playing with multiple organizations. So I just asked like, you know, Ozzy Smith for an autograph, um, Ricky Henderson, um, you know, just Barry Larkin, Eric Davis. I'll just get stuff from them. They'll give it to me. Um, and, you know, I just kind of just slowly started gathering little things for my career. Not not as much as like I should have when I first started playing professionally, but, you know, I'm starting to gather just a little bit. So how does it feel or what is it like when a group of kids or people approach you before or after a game wanting nothing more than to get an autograph from you? It must be surreal. So I've been playing for basically 10, 11 years professionally, and then I went to UCLA. So now I'm pretty much kind of like, like it still hits me every once in a while, you know, um, especially in the major, major leagues. It was special because it was like, oh, now I'm in the major leagues and getting autographs is like, you know, like. It, it just felt right and it just felt good and it just gave me chills to be there and like, oh man, I reached my dream, you know? Cause in the minor leagues, it was kind of like, I would still get auto, uh, still sign autographs, but I didn't feel like I reached my dream, but it was more special to me in the major leagues rather than the minor leagues. And I've been signing for, I signed a lot, you know? So, um, sometimes you get numb to signing, but in the major leagues, it was just on a different level. It was just like, yes, you know, I, I, I've been signing an autograph at the major league level. This, this means something. Of course. It's validation. I mean, you made it. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I went to college and I was signing autographs there. Um, but, you know, um, autographs, it means, like, I like to have that positive influence on others, especially, the, like, the young kids, and I try to connect with them. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say that, like, the autograph, like, it doesn't mean anything, but it means because I've been signing so much, it just is kind of, like, part of it. But I will say when I do get items from fans, that makes it wakes me up, you know? So for example, like one of my favorite gifts, I was at UCLA and my dad's favorite player was, uh, you know, Jackie Robinson. Um, and my dad's, he was born in 1947. And so he's a bit older and he always like heard stories about him and things like that, you know, and he just kind of grew up with them. And I went to UCLA and he went to UCLA as well, uh, Jackie Robinson. So, um, 
when I was playing at UCLA, I had a chance of wearing the number 42 on Jackie Robinson's day. And um, that was like super special to my dad. But the reason I bring this up with the autographs, because there was a little kid that was there and he came up to me. I had signed his autograph, uh, signed, signed the paper, uh, baseball card or something from him. And then I played catch with them a little bit. And I think like the next week he came to a game and he had a 42 like embroidered into a wristband and he gave it to me and like that woke me up that t- that put me on another level you know and like that gave me chills because you you very rarely get gifts from fans but that meant something to me and uh um I remember like just I don't know that was just that that just gave me chills even right now. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. And coming from a major collector, we greatly appreciate what y'all do. And what you're doing with Pro's Cave is absolutely awesome. Where can our listeners find Pro Cave? So, uh, Pro's Cave, you you go on um, uh, Facebook and just type in Pro's Cave, P-R-O-S, Cave, C-A-V-E, and then parentheses, exclusive, fan group, it'll pop right up. There's about, you know, close to 400 people and we're growing really fast. I hope to get up to 1,000 soon and, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, everyone definitely go check it out and join up. It's a really cool concept and I'm really looking forward to watching it grow. But Jermaine, thanks so much for joining us today and congrats on Pro's Cave. You're doing something really cool here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I hope to uh, keep growing it because the more people we could get, the more uh, athletes we could bring on. And, uh, you know, we just basically on the flip side, I want to say that, you know, we appreciate you true fans and uh, thank you guys for, you know, caring about this game. This game wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for you guys. All right. Well, good luck the rest of the year and thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Man, Drew, what an awesome perspective from a professional athlete himself and, and really a cool company, a way to link up fans and pro athletes. Uh, I mean, we pride ourselves on being the most interactive podcast in the hobby. So that's something that is near and dear to us. And it's, it's really awesome to hear Jermaine being on that same page. It, it's, it's an exciting, exciting thing to know that there are athletes out there that feel the same way. It is, you know, and it it was really fun to hear him talk about and see how much, you know, he cares about the fans. Uh, He's just, he's a great guy. He's starting something special and, and it's not just him. There's a lot of other athletes that are loving this and really getting excited that they get to interact with fans. And then you get the giveaways and stuff to boot. So Pro's Cave, uh, we're going to be putting the information out there, the links and everything on our socials. You'll be able to check it out. But once again, Jermaine, thanks so much for coming on the show, and good luck the rest of the year, bud. But, uh, Stu, uh, we've got our Nationals preview. Man, we do indeed. The Nationals coming up August 1st through the 5th at uh, the the IX Center in Cleveland. And, Drew, man, I cannot wait. This will be my first National, and, um, man, I'm just excited. Yeah, it's my first National as well. I can't wait, you know. You and me started this podcast right before football season started mm-hmm. last year, and Never in a million years did I think, you know, less than a year into it, we would be headed to the National to be doing the show. And if you haven't seen the information yet, guys, on Friday at 5 p.m., we will be on the main stage for Beckett's Podcast Roundtable with GTS Live, Steel City Collectibles, that sports card show podcast, and Fat Packs. 
on the main stage for a podcast roundtable. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it's just, it's it's an honor to be included in something like that at our at our very first national and being a young podcast and everything. It's it's so exciting and you know the national itself. We mentioned the autograph checklist that. So you've got all these people to get autographs from, and then, you know, you've got the coolest cards and some of the rarest cards and the rarest wax in the country all in one place. You know you do, and and from everyone that I've talked to, so I'm the kind of guy, when when I go into something that is built up and hyped as an experience, I want to do my homework as much as possible. So I've read every blog that I can find, I've watched every video I can find, I've listened to every podcast I can find about the National and just what it is. I know I'm a nerd, but that's how I like to roll. And the one thing that people have said for first timers is it is overwhelming. It is an attack on your senses almost to walk into the National and just be in the existence of all this memorabilia, all these famous people, all these people that love the same hobby that we love it, it. There's really an energy to it that is unlike anything else. And, um, man, just what you, like you said, less than a year in to, to have, have the opportunity to go to the national, to sit on the main stage with, with these other podcasts and talk about the hobby and media clearance to get to interview potentially some athletes at minimum, get access to them. Uh, that's just incredible. I'm I'm excited for a whole lot of things at this show. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And <laughs> besides all of that, you know, the Wax Pack Nation booth, uh, as we've mentioned, that's where we're going to be set up at. Tim mm-hmm. Carroll's going to be there. He's bringing the Otani, and he's bringing a Jim Tomey piece that he's actually in the process of making, and he's going to be constructing it there. Oh, that's cool. So if you want to watch him actually construct one of his pieces made out of cutout baseball cards. He's going to be doing that at the booth. In addition to that, Jermaine Curtis, who was just on the show, he's going to be providing us with a bunch of game-used autograph gear from the last season from him. We don't know exactly what yet. He's going to be sending a lot of different stuff. Uh, We're going to be giving that away for you guys there at the show. And Stu locked it down today. We're going to have some very limited edition, let me get that potograph, t-shirts for sale. Yep, yep. And we're going to be having tons of giveaways at the Wax Pack Nation booth. And we're even going to be having some giveaways for people that can't make it to National but are following us on the socials. Because like I said, we're going to be doing video content every single day. We're going to be doing audio content for the show as well. So you guys are going to be able to experience the Nationals with us. We hope to really get some awesome stuff for you guys. And it's going to be a blast. I really hope a lot of you guys are coming out. And if you can't, follow us on all those socials because we're going to be interacting with you guys all week long. Absolutely. I mean, feel free to live vicariously through us as we experience the Nationals. I know... Um, I'm going to be basically the Wax Pack Nation street team. So I'm going to be going around to all the booths, seeing all the cool cards. Drew, you'll get to go around some, I'm sure. But, you know, there there are a lot of people out there that just want to know how to do the national well. And, you know, there's a lot of places. I know you've read and, and listened to a lot of the same things I have, Drew. Tips and tricks for doing the national well. Now, I'll kick us off here with, with a few of those that I've heard. And listen, uh, we're not repeating anything that we haven't seen repeated. Um, this isn't some one-off secret nugget, but it's definitely a place where you can find some information that's good. Wear comfortable shoes. 
Get there early. The reality is you're going to be standing all day. You're going to want to get there when it opens. You're not going to want to leave till it closes. If this truly is the overwhelming experience everyone says it is, I believe that for sure. And the videos that I've seen on YouTube, uh, you can't make it, you can't hardly make it through the whole thing literally just walking the floor in in one day if you're stopping to look at anything. So bring some kind of bag to carry your stuff. Watch out for, for people that steal, unfortunately. Apparently some of our scammers of the week, month, year, life, century, millennium uh, make their rounds to these shows. And so just be, be vigilant with your stuff and, and really keep an eye on your collection. But m- really probably... Uh, the biggest deal is just pay attention to the people. Don't be afraid to get to know someone. Uh, don't be afraid to, to look up from the stack of cards you're looking through if someone says hey and, and make some connections, uh, with, with people that maybe you only know from forums or only know from Facebook rooms or Instagram. Don't be afraid to, to, to look up and say hey and have a conversation. I mean, people are why this hobby exists. And that's what I'm looking forward to the most. I, I think I'm meeting probably. 100 200 people that i've i I feel like them they're they're really good friends of mine because we know each other so well through facebook but are finally meeting at nationals and i hope that number grows a lot i hope a lot of you listeners that are coming i hope that you guys stop by the booth our booth is going to be very easy to find it's going to be right right pretty much on the center aisle on the way to where the autograph area is a two-table booth it's huge the wax pack nation booth you cannot miss it but uh lots and lots of stuff to give away lots of fun it's it's really gonna be a blast and uh like i said if you can't make it we're gonna have tons of video and audio content and you can live vicariously through us but guys that's gonna do it for episode number 40 of let me get that potograph god we're getting old Stu. (laughs) we are man we're we're almost as old as Steve Carell in that one movie. At least we don't have that problem. But, uh, <laughs> but you guys know the deal. Keep ripping those packs, pulling those hits, and we will talk to you next week. Peace. Later. Dwight, you ignorant slut. <laughs>